right, I have determined that it is way too damn hot in Florida where I live. I live on the sunny west coast of Florida, central west coast of Florida, where it was 95 degrees today and the air was not moving. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. I'm Michael Gross. I am the geek. I am the founder and chief geek in charge of radio production and podcast production and plants and stuff. You know, and and what else do I do? Oh, I vacuum. Yeah. You know, I pulled my vacuum cleaner out. Last week, I pulled the vacuum cleaner out of the closet because, you see, I told my ex-wife that I had lost my vacuum cleaner, that I had, I must be getting old. I forgot where it was. And so I just determined if I don't know where my vacuum cleaner is, then I, you know, and she said, you have a really good memory. You know where your vacuum cleaner is. I said, oh, damn it. And I did know where it was. So I went and got the vacuum cleaner out of the vacuum cleaner closet, which is right in the living room. You walk in my front door, first door on the right, little tiny closet in there. I have, you know what I have? I have like on the, where the you know, hangers and stuff. I don't have any hangers. I have every kind of electronic cord that you can think of that fits into anything that I've ever bought electronic for the past years. And I made the determination I need to throw all that crap out. But anyway, getting back to the vacuum cleaner, that is where the vacuum cleaner lives. That is where the vacuum cleaner hangs out. And that's that's where it has been for you know quite a while because I haven't brought the vacuum cleaner out. So I brought the vacuum cleaner out and I set it directly underneath a painting that my son Tyler had made. And uh, I said, okay, get to it. And, you know, it has been a week, and that vacuum cleaner has not plugged itself in and vacuumed the floor because it's not one of those. But I think I'm an, I might have to invest in one of those. I just might have to because I'm just – I used to love to vacuum. As a matter of fact, I was very picky about how my carpeting was vacuumed. I was, you know, almost like, you know, I'm picky about how the lawn gets mowed. I was pretty much the same way about vacuuming. And uh, you know what? I've like lost that loving feeling with the vacuuming. I have totally lost it. I don't know where it went, but you know, sometimes when it's over, it's over. I need to get one of those robotic vacuums that it, it, which will terrorize my two cats. And you know what? I can't think of a, a more fun thing to do than to terrorize the two cats. I used to terrorize them with the little laser light. My son Kyle brings me this little laser light, says, here, use this to terrorize kitties. I was doing it, the youngest cat, Ramona, that thing would follow that light all around, jump at it. I, I used to have, you know, they got wise to it. So you know what? I need to get one of those. I got I to gotta look and see which one of those is going to work for my carpeting. And then you got to set the house up right. After you do this, you got to set the house up. You got to put these little thingies around that tell the thing where to go. Or I don't even know how they work. But I know that there's a setup to it. And I'm going to get one of those things. I'm going to just turn it loose and let it do the vacuuming from now on. I think that they make lawnmowers like this. And at the old office of the Tampa Bay Technology Center, when they were located on South Duncan in Clearwater, there was a company there that had one of those robotic... Uh, lawnmowers. And I went out there and watched it. It had a little docking station and then you could program it and the thing would just start up. It was electric and it would just mow the grass out there. And I'm sitting there saying, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. You know, some kid's going to walk out there, stick his foot under there, or my, you know, my nephew's going to reach under it or something. I don't know. But by the way, my nephew is 40 years old and he reached under a lawnmower. I have not seen it. I have not seen him. 
but he reached under a lawnmower that was running on the uh, where the grass comes out, you know, the, the mowed grass, it was clogged up. Now, you know, if that happens, if the grass is tall, you shut the lawnmower out, you pull all this stuff out. No, no, not my nephew. He's, I'm a man. I'm going to reach under there and get it. He just reached under there to pull it out while the thing is running. And I think uh, he's down two and a half fingers from what I understand. Uh, You know, but uh, things happen. Anyway, getting back to my vacuuming. No, we're not going to talk about vacuuming anymore. I'm, uh, but I'm gonna look into one of those those vacuums. I'm, I'm gonna really look at because they go, they have to go from the floor, you know, the carpeting onto porcelain tile and do all of that. Yeah, and it will, like I say, the cats will just go bat, you know what? Uh, but anyway, that's what I'm going to do. All right, checking the email. The email from this lady's emailed me a couple of times from North Florida almost to Georgia. How do I get rid of white flies on my gardenias? Dig up the gardenias or take the pot of gardenias and throw it in the ocean. It works every time. Kills the white flies. You don't have to fertilize it anymore. You're just done. No, I'm only kidding. White flies are little tiny insects that are annoying as hell. And they will get on gardenias. They get on on, uh, sago palms. They get on all kinds of things, and you see them, you go up to a, like a gardenia, you go up and you brush it with your hands, and they just fly out everywhere. And the damage they do is they have something called piercing, sucking mouth parts. That almost sounds dirty, but they have piercing, sucking mouth parts. And they get underneath the leaf, and they drill tiny little holes into the bottom of the leaf, and they suck out the sap, and then they poop. And sometimes, if there's a lot of them, and they poop a lot, the poop just gets all over the plant, and people call it sooty mold. It's actually just white fly or aphid poop. Aphids create more sooty mold than white flies do, but white flies will do that after a while. So how do you get rid of them? They are annoying as hell. Here's the organic method that doesn't work, okay? And there's a couple of them, and there's one that works better than the other. Now, a lot of people love neem oil, and yeah, neem oil works. It's pretty good. Uh, but in heat, and boy, we've got some heat, in my professional opinion and also personal opinion from using neem oil on sensitive plants, in the heat, neem oil, if you put it down at the label directions, I've seen it burn, and I've seen it burn really bad and really hard. Now, you talk to the neem oil people, and they say, no, it doesn't burn. You know, And you talk to the organic people, and they say, no, it doesn't burn. Okay, so neem oil, five to seven days apart for a total of three applications. Because, you know, the white flies have a complete life cycle. They've got, you know, the white fly, the adult that lays eggs. The egg hatches out into a larva. The larva, you know, chews on on the plant for a little bit, then goes into a pupa and emerges as an adult that flies. You know, it all starts all over again. So you got to do uh, five to seven days three times each. That's the organic method. Here's the other, not organic, but natural method. Uh, and people have used Dawn uh, dishwashing detergent. By the way, that's the dishwashing detergent that I use is Dawn. I love it. It's very, very nice. But here's what I was told. But anyway, this is what people used to say. Mix up a one-gallon sprayer, pour three ounces of Dawn into the sprayer, shake it up a little bit, not much, just a little bit, and then spray with it. And they would say five to seven days. 
and it used to work. It, you know, I, but I have been told of, by a, a good horticulturist friend of mine up in Kentucky that according to him, and by the way, I know nothing about this, but the people who make Dawn have changed the formulation in the past couple of years according to what he says. And then I hear other people chattering on the internet about it like it's a conspiracy. You know, I've got Dawn. It cleans my dishes. It's very nice. It makes my hands feel well. But I mean, it's just really, you know, and I have soft hands. But anyway, I've been told by other people that it has stopped its effectiveness as an insecticidal soap for killing whiteflies and aphids. <clears throat> and I've used it in the past, but people are saying it doesn't work anymore. So there's that. But if you want to try it, three to five days for a total of three applications. The nice thing about Dawn is that it biodegrades into the soil and it actually makes the soil nicer. Now I'm going to give you yet another alternative. We're just going to sit here and talk about alternatives to get rid of your white flies. All right. The next alternative, and, and this is kind of sensitive, you got to deal with one of those multi-level marketing companies and they just annoy the hell out of me. I mean, they especially uh, the two companies that I'm going to name. There is a product called Shackley Basic H and there is another product called Amway LOC. Now in my garage are two bottles of Amway LOC, which are what I use to control white flies and aphids on plants. Three to five days. Same thing as the Dawn, uh, but I've used this for years. I learned about this in the early 70s from an old farmer named Mr. Craig that I worked with in 1972, for crying out loud. Very nice guy. Uh, but, you know, again, fill up a, you know, a spray bottle and mix three ounces of the Amway LOC. And I tell you what, I've always had good success. Three applications, five days apart is what I've done with that. And it has worked really well, with the exception of like sago palms that have white fly on it that are just irritating as hell. I mean, just so irritating. And what we used to use on the chemical for that to get rid of them, and I used a bunch of this chemical, but I, you can't find it anymore. Maybe you can, but malathion, follow the label directions if you can find it. But there is another pesticide that comes uh, as an ortho product. And the active ingredient, I'm going to try and pronounce this as best I can, okay? It is called, uh, it, it is called asimaprid. Yeah, almost like a bad word, asimaprid. A-C-E-T-A-M-I-P-R-I-D. -I -D. It is in the chemical class of neonicotinoids. Uh, and it's a chemical. Don't get me wrong, it's chemical. And it's in the class of chemicals that bees, you know, are, are subject to. But if you're using it in an isolated area, follow the label directions. Uh, you can buy this, by the way, as an ortho product. I believe it's called ortho uh, vegetable and, and plant product, but that's the active ingredient. Oh, it is called ortho flower and vegetable. And follow the label directions and mix it up. If you've got a really bad case, I don't object to using this. Here's why it works so much better than the organic and the natural methods that I've spoke about here today. 
Number one, it is a neonicotinoid insecticide. What that means is that when you spray it on, the white flies do not know it's there. And they just sort of light on the plant and they start doing their thing. Now, make sure you get it underneath the leaves. Same with anything that you're spraying. You have to make sure anything that you're spraying on gardenias for white flies, you have to get underneath the leaves real well. And you'd be surprised how many people are lazy and don't do that. You got to put it under there real good. Get underneath there and spray it up. But anyway, you put this on there. It virtually has no odor whatsoever at all. And you don't know that you've sprayed it. It is a caution-rated product, which makes it into the least toxic levels of insecticide. And uh, you spray that on there. The white flies do not know it's there. They start drilling into the plant with their piercing, sucking mouth parts, if I may be so bold, and uh, start sucking the sap out, and they die. And by the way, they don't die right away. They suck out some of the sap, and then they fly around, and they are very social insects, and they touch other white flies, and it spreads to them, and pretty soon the whole thing's knocked out. Now, the label says, if I recall, that, again, you know, two to three applications. Everybody I know that have used this product have gotten away with one application. I would use two. Uh, I would not go for the three, but I would use two. I would come back five to seven days later and hit it again. But it is boom goes the dynamite kind of stuff. If you've got white flies that are just annoying the you-know-what out of you, I was going to say a word that began with P. But anyway, or, you know, there's that other one that be never mind. But if you have something that just annoys you, you know, uh, like, like a, an ex-wife, like the third ex-wife. Anyway, if you have something that annoys you like that, I didn't say that, did I? Should I edit that out? now? I'm just going to keep going. Uh, but I, I would use that product, and it is the ortho flower and vegetable uh, product. And it is labeled for vegetables, but gardenias are not vegetables. They're just pretty. People like them. Uh, I'm not in love with them, but I love people who love them. And there was my phone just making a funny noise, and I'm not going to edit that out either. But anyway, that is what I would suggest that you use on your gardenias if you're having a problem with white flies, and it's bad. I gave you an organic method with the neem oil. Again, caution, it has a tendency to burn when it's real hot outside. Uh, the Dawn for Dishes, they're telling me it doesn't work anymore. And then the Amway LOC or the uh, Shack, well, stop it, phone, or the Shackley Basic uh, H. Uh, either one, those are essentially the same formulations. Uh, again, five to seven days apart and do three applications with those. Going with the insecticide, the chemical insecticide, which I recommend, one application, check it five to seven days later, I would probably hit it one more time. The label, I believe, calls for three. I hope that I answered your question, young lady. Now make me some chocolate chip cookies. And that is going to wrap things up for this edition of Ask the Garden Geek. I want to thank you so much for joining me. And we shall do this again next week.